Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. There's no business like show business. And away we go. Hello again. Welcome once again to the Monroe Community Players Podcast featuring the Green Room Groupies. And I'm your de facto host, David Warren. Looking around the green room today, I see... I see... Oh! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert Yeoman. I'm Brian Burchett ross And last and certainly least, I am Ron Roberts. There no. Now, and now, because we're actually recording this on film, or whatever we call film these days, digitized media of some kind, you can see us and you're seeing how the magic is done. I know, I know that's just as amazing, so those of you who aren't seeing how the magic is done, you need to find us on YouTube. Good luck. <laughs> Well, I don't know where we'll be. It's, well, there goes the karma kind of we had stored up. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. But thank you once again. Welcome where we uh, to the, uh, uh, the, the Monroe Community Players podcast where we talk about theater, um, amateur, with, I don't know what we call it. We talk about the art and the business of theater with an emphasis on the amateur and the community theater especially. Things have been going pretty well. I understand that um, oh, someone we had a suggestion that perhaps we should mention the dates when we record this, and today is December 20th, 2021. We are all looking forward to the Christmas season coming up. You will discover that we actually probably record two at a time in this, because if I say the day, so this is episode 13, I guess it's, it's recording session A versus recording session B. We, we've got to come up with a whole system. Well, now. so when Peter Jackson finds all these these tapes later and does a documentary, <laughs> we'll put it all together. I we'll say we go with the Star Trek convention and make it a star date. A. Podcast A. Okay. Podcast A. But I've been told this is our lucky episode number 13. It is. It is. And, it is. And so I it thought of what a more appropriate uh, thing to discuss for episode 13 than disaster. Yes, and we're I not at, talking I about the, the camera. Last you can't show. quite see. I know you look right into the right camera into there. Disaster. I guess I got to keep my eyes open now because uh, we're on camera. Yes, you, you got to. You can't look at. You got to. Yeah, got to be focused. You got to. It's, it's okay. a whole different thing. All right. And we, you know, I have a face made for radio. So <laughs> sorry, folks. <laughs> um, but the uh, I thought I something's been kind of bugging me because this, um, we'll, and we'll get to the disaster later. But I, I want to talk a little about emergency preparedness tonight. But that's a serious thing, and I think we want to talk a little more about do some cross promotion here. Um, mm-hmm. Since the last episode, Ron and I had the pleasure of going down to visit with some of our new friends in the podcast world over at the Stage Door uh, podcast, hosted by WTOL Channel Eleven out of Toledo. Um, and, and that was a little different. We saw how somebody else does uh, the same thing as opposed to being in a luxurious studio as we are. Um, we did it in, in a living room. Yeah, so we were on the guy's what, couch. What do you want to say about it, Ron? Um, it was, it was, it, so, I, I thought it was interesting, different vibe. And you, and you weren't trying to get a part in a show? No. No. no there were no cameras, at least not that I saw. Okay. Just, Unlike this one. Just, Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting because, you know, we, we walked up to the, to the, to the gentleman's house. And we walked in, and his wife actually does photography out of her house as well, so she has a studio as well. And we walked in, and he's like, all right, you know, and there were microphone stands, and we sat on the couch. We were served our drinks, and uh, he sat across from Diet us. Diet Coke. Yes, no that's all it was. Um, and mm. uh, he, he sat across from us and just asked questions. It was very informal. Lord knows we're so formal here. I mean, yes, it was just yeah. like, you know. Um, <clears throat> but it was just a really relaxed environment, and it was uh, – it was really fun. It was just like four guys just sitting around uh, talking about theater, 
but not in a studio. What topics did they ask you about primarily? Well, they were mostly interested in the history of the Monroe Community Players. Um, unfortunately, for whatever reason, even though they're not too far from us, they had never been up to one of our shows. So we talked a little about the history of how long we've been around, um, which was something that they found impressive. Yeah. Yep, we, uh, um, we also talked about around for more than 70 years in the modern group, as we know, because we, we have those earlier origins. I listened to it. Somebody said, somebody mentioned 1840-something, but yeah. I, I'm not sure <laughs> where anybody got those numbers. Yeah, um, some, uh, some of the numbers, may, yes. it may be that, you know, uh, 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 when, when, we got, when they got on a roll, we, you know, the, the jokes, I guess, started flying. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so it, it was, like I say, it was a very relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. And we enjoyed it. And, um, and like I say, we're not terribly <laughs> formal here either. Uh, but but it's interesting to talk a little bit of theater with some enthusiast. Yep. Um, Just see a dis- different perspective. Different mm-hmm. perspective because well, they both admittedly they're stage dads. You know, they're used to dropping the kids off, going to do the shows, and then uh, coming to see the show later. But they they really are not involved in the inner workings of the uh, theatrical production, like uh, frankly, like we are. But I thought it was an interesting, just mm-hmm. interesting to see what other people are doing with the podcast. To me, it sounded after I listened to it that they were absolutely, totally fascinated and engrossed with your knowledge and what and and with Monroe Community Players itself and and how long we've been here. So I thought you guys did an excellent job of, of representing. Yes, yes, well, Bob. And, and I bravo, think bravo. One of the benefits to that too, though, is the theater scene in Toledo. Um, fractured might not be the right word, but there are a lot more groups. And they're a lot newer. So, mm. you know, there may be a couple people would splinter off and start their own their own theater, their own black box. And that kind of popped up because I think there's, he mentioned four or five or six different right. ones. Right. Frank, frankly, some groups I had not heard right. of. So, f- from our standpoint, with the background that we have, and we're a little bit more concrete, I think that they weren't used to that. They were used to more of the, of the, the newer, newer groups. So, yeah. So, good job for us. And it was a great conversation. Mm. Uh, 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 history lesson. Hopefully, everybody uh, got a little bit of, of uh, message about who we are and, and our founding members, Marie and Bill Smith. We love you, love you both, love you both. And uh, one of you still here? Yes, Marie is still here, and, and Bill is watching down on us right now from high atop the Badesh building. So, well, we're in the Badesh building. He's not. Yeah, he's probably he, like that. He's, yes, he's he's. I if I know Bill, he's probably sitting on a nice bar stool looking down on us. Yes, somewhere. That would be Bill. I'm tearing up a little. Oh. So it's uh, not just having some good memories of Bill and uh, yeah. just how that, yeah. Yeah. Bill, Bill there's always great Bill memories of Bill. Great guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, uh, so what it was interesting, and then you're hearing how the, the scene, and so they're not interested in just Toledo, but the environs, so south, northwest Ohio, southeast Michigan. Um, uh, but it was good to hear just some of their stories about what they've talked to with other groups and how active they are. We discovered that everybody was doing Christmas Carol at the same time. What a <laughs> shock for the Christmas season. Um, Toledo, of course, is trep. The Toledo Rev has been doing theirs for close to 40 years now, I think. Yeah. It's really? Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's they a huge production. Wow. Um, uh, village Players down there is doing a, a reading similar to what we were doing, but they were doing their radio drama, so they added sound effects and things that were, we were doing more of a dramatic reading. Um, and, and a great, interesting, great job, by the way. Yes, well, it was. Um, our our own El Defacto host here um, directed it and um, edited it, and as well. edited, edited it, edited it, edited it, and 
I edited one of those D's out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, did an, uh, the, the cast was amazing. You, it was uh, it was a really good show. I it got was. to see it a couple times, yep. and uh, I, it was very good. It was very strong. Perhaps it'll become a tradition. Who yeah, knows? Well, then, then someone said, what are we going to do next year? I said, well, next year we're adding the puppets. <laughs> uh, you know, I figured we'd add a little bit every year, and nope. pretty soon... Like we, Kermit? We, and... Maybe we have a show to rival uh, the Hi, yeah. Red. <laughs> we're adding a dog. Well, you always have to have a dog. Oh, yeah. Insane. Meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile. <laughs> but anyway, but it was good to hear about that. You know, it was nice to hear other people realize how thriving community theater mm-hmm. amateur theater amateur theater is is in the region in fact i just heard from uh, my brother-in-law um, who was at a community meeting in a little town of petersburg on the other side of the Monroe county from us and one of the people who i went to high school with who was active when we did petersburg players oh 20 years ago now maybe longer she's thinking of bringing them back so nice so, no. so hopefully Monroe county will even have another theater group again um, but again, you know, it's a small town versus not so small town. Well, not quite a small town. Not quite as a small town. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Monroe's, you know, I, I'm not quite a mid-sized city, but it's a, uh, it's a, you know, it's a lot. It's, it's much bigger than Mayberry. Well, and it's much bigger than Petersburg. You know, probably about twenty times the size. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But you know, we're still talking a relatively small town when you com- then you look at Toledo, uh, which is larger still, and then of course the Detroit metro region, the Cleveland region. We're all kind of blurring together here, which. Don't know where I'm going with that tangent, so we will just move on. I think, but it's it's good to know theater come, theaters come, theaters go, but I should say community theaters come, community theaters go, theater remains the constant. Yeah, that's deep. Well, thanks you guys Isn't for that doing deep? that. Isn't that deep? You're I hope welcome. you guys get to do it again. Hopefully, hopefully, and I was I'm hoping we can do some sort of cross uh, promotional thing with them, have them up here as well. Um, or, or you know, something. Do some big podcast, everybody together. Um, you know, take our twenty listeners, and we yeah. are the theater. <laughs> we should invite them up to the show for Twilights of the Gold. Have them do it we on, the on the uh, okay. We are the world. On the location. <laughs> on the location. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that could be nice. And who knows? I, Kyle, Tony, maybe you're both listening. Um, that would increase our membership <laughs> by fifty percent. Fifty percent. Get more people. Uh, so, well, that was a disaster. <laughs> Well, uh, and, and disasters and... and uh, oh, there you go. Nice segue. That's your Christmas what, present what for me. There's your segue. Right there, I, tell you. I tell you, the master. Always master thinking, always thinking. Always hey thinking. there, Mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I say about this disaster to begin with? There was room on that piece of wood, on that door. There don't, was room. Don't even get me door. started on her. Don't even get me started uh, yeah. on Rose. Yeah, I know, uh, I know. Oh wait, we're not going that route. That's, that where that's we're, not the disaster. That's not the disaster that's we're talking, talking about. It's not not the Tower of Inferno either. Christopher no, walking doing Peter even, Pan. Well, <laughs> it might be fun to talk about our. We have a little over the over the series. You know, this the, the the thirteen series, thirteen episodes that we've done. We've talked a little here that's and there true. about theater disasters that we've been in and and try to get out of. Um, it's always a fun topic. Mm. I don't know if we have to retry tried the same ones but we we have different disasters yes Mm -hmm. and i think we have the ones that we can laugh about later the on stage or backstage Mm -hmm. but then we have the really serious ones true and so to ease into the serious ones anyone have a memory that's popped up about a fun disaster that didn't seem so fun at the moment 
fun disaster. Well, now it's a fun disaster because you get a laugh at a laugh from the story when you go to a well, party. Well, you're talking theater, right? Not like theater. Oh, no. well, then I can't talk about. There's that anymore. time where ancient magics interfered with modern technology. <clears throat> oh, I know what he's talking about. Think about it. Oh, yeah. it's the big the one. Scottish play. The Scottish. Oh play. no, that's not what I thought you were. Oh, we were producing a. That's not what I thought you were doing. Version of the Scottish play. David was director. I want to say it. It was a very good. You can say it. Very theatrical piece. Macbeth. Done very well, which also included smoke machines mm. for the witches cauldron. And it was supposed to be a mist on the ground, <laughs> slowly rolling in, maybe three to four Im- inches, just barely noticeable, just to let them know that the place had changed and we had changed location to outside with the witches. And suddenly everybody in the audience could see that it was getting a lot thicker. (laughs) A lot thicker. All of a sudden, John Carpenter realized he should be doing the film The Mist (laughs) thick. We had a stage crewman very enthusiastically pumping the bellows to make more fog. And when he was the stage manager told him to stop, it just doubled his efforts. <laughs> so this huge column was, right? Right? <laughs> of mist rises right into the smoke alarm oh. and the CO2 dir- mm-hmm. sensor. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm back in the booth going, stop it. Don't stop it. <laughs> There's too much smoke. You can't see the stage. <laughs> and... The alarm went off. You must leave the facility immediately through the left and the right doors. Not a soul got out of their seat. That's how good the show was. And also they could see exactly what was going on. Well, yeah. And knew they were not in any danger whatsoever except laughing themselves off their seats what was interesting i had a lot of people on stage at that time because the way we had staged it it wasn't just the three witches and hecate it was they had a coven around them so they were doing the circle thing around the cauldron you know double double toil and trouble and you can see even on the tape today they stop (laughs) they hear the alarm or they hear the alarm they stop as a group there's like a little flurry of activity and they start up again. <laughs> they just nice. go back to their chant because it's like, well, oh, and because and I was told later by people who were in that group, they said, well, we realized it was a fog machine had turned the smoke alarm on, so we said, well, I guess we just keep going. <laughs> and the the building nice. supervisor, uh, tech director for Monroe County, Monroe for the Meyer, told us that was the first time they've had that reaction from a crowd. And he didn't even know if it had ever been used before. And we're like, well, we found out what happens. Mm-hmm. And he would shout fire in a crowded theater. Nothing. Well, everyone just kind of sits there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, out, so out, out damn smoke. Eventually. So that is not, we did not, we goofed. Mm-hmm. We should have right then said, folks, it's, it's a serious get out. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not respond properly either. So that kind of leads me, you know, the whole thinking of here's, you know, what do you do in a real emergency? What we should have been doing then is, and our usher should have been trained. Everybody should have been, hey, that's a fire alarm. Get out. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, but in this day and age, especially with 
who knows what else is going on. Yeah. Um, right. Exactly. Um, you know, for safety's sake, get out. If alarms go off, you need to get out of buildings. Yeah. Um, and this was pre, gosh, several disasters, any number of disasters. The Batman and shooting. And Batman yeah. shooting. I'm thinking it was prior to 9-11. Well, no, it couldn't have been because it was at the Meyer. Um, but, you know, even just thinking things like 9-11, uh, you know, um, any number of school issues, sh- shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when there's an emergency, you got to. So the question I have is for any group out there, anyone who's listening is, are you prepared? You know, mm-hmm. this is kind of an extreme example, but are you prepared? And I think when that fire alarm goes off, how, are your ushers, do they know what to do? Mm-hmm. You know, does your staff know what to do? Do they know that it's like, you know, house lights come up, everybody gets out. Um, you know, our lighting people didn't bring up the house lights. Nothing really happened. We all just sat there and it's like, stay calm. We'll figure out what's going on. No, it should be get out, get out, get out, get out. And no refunds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, in, in this case, eventually the fire department showed up, made us get out. Yes. Um, oh, did they? Correctly. Yeah. yeah. And we everybody so came back in, and, and we'd continue no, to show. We finished the show up allegedly. Yeah. You know, so it did not stop the production because we knew that was the pro- we knew they figured it out quickly as well. Yeah. Um, and then we just went on and continued the show and finished it up. Hmm. So the audience was pretty good about that, being understanding about that. Mm-hmm. And then for future productions, the mist was cut way down. <laughs> oh, bad. <laughs> that, that stage crew member was not available the next few <laughs> Well, and, and there was... We never saw them again. There's certain <laughs> ventilation, because that was the thing. We had tested everything well ahead of time, because we we knew there's always a possibility, because the smoke detectors were the type that detect particles in the air. Right. So the fog we were using was enough of a particle to set it off. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. But the so there's actually these big vents on top of the theater that should have been open the whole time when we were using the fog, because that kept the air dissipate, let it dissipate better. So yeah. there were some adjustments made to what we needed to do. Um, but I've had fire alarms, frankly, go off at other times. I was at the Holiday Inn. Um, we had this little little show, Bell Book and Candle. I don't know how many people are familiar. Fun about show. Fun show. Uh, I was in the classic. Up in Ipsy. Love that I, I show. I think it really, I'm sure it's part of the inspiration for the television show Bewitched. Bewitched. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because it's basically about a, a man who meets a witch and dates her. Um, but there's a scene in there where they do a love spell and, and say, wouldn't it be nice to have a little flash pot? Mm-hmm. And so we just look, and we just use, you know, they got the ashtray to be the flash pot and just little flash paper is all it took. Well, when you block it, make sure you're not blocking it, again, directly under the fire alarm. <laughs> Boom. Off goes the flash pot. Beep, beep, beep. And so I'm upset as the director. It's like, oh, of course, during the dress rehearsal, the alarm's going off. Um, this was, the, we used to do dinner theaters at the old Holiday Inn Hotel. Right. Um, so everybody's out. <coughs> they can't find a fire. Everybody comes back in. We do the scene again. <laughs> There goes the fire alarm. (laughs) And that's that's when, oh, I know what the problem is. (laughs) Um, So the hotel manager wasn't very happy with us uh, Mm. because it's like, okay, I'm sorry. 
you know, because I had to fess up and say, I know what the problem is. And we made the adjustments and the alarm didn't go off anymore. Um, because basically, it wasn't much, but when you're directly underneath the alarm. Oh, sure. And those... those the detector, I should say. Yeah, and those uh, ceilings were not real high no. in that room to begin no, it's with. It's like an eight-foot ceiling, and we were probably two feet off the ground with a stage we were using. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. It's almost going to be like mm-hmm. the same off. height as our as our new facility. Yes, we, we better keep into. that in, we better keep <laughs> yeah. that in mind. Remove all the smoke directors from this block. Thank you. Getting, <laughs> um, getting. Yeah, yeah. We, no. Fortunately, in that case, it was that was a rehearsal. <laughs> that was a rehearsal, so um, no harm done for the actual production. Yeah. Other ones that I've been involved with was unfortunately it was a two story set, and unfortunately it broke during dress mm. with people on stairways going up to the mm. second level. That was scary. Yeah. Very, very scary. What show was that? Um, it was Anything Goes at the RRC. At the RRC. Okay. Uh, fine organization, mm. great sets. They do a fabulous job. They do. It just, oh, it just happens. happen. Yeah. Yeah, things That's happen. All. That's why it's called an accident. Yeah. Yeah. But that was very scary. And basically people... They're, they were scared, and some of the uh, more mature actors finally started saying, if you're not injured, get off the stage, because we had the orchestra still up on the second platform that we had to get down. Mm. And everybody was, oh, are you all right? Are you all right? And like, get out of here if you're okay. Yeah. We have people. Yeah. But that was a scary thing. Yeah. And... There isn't safety should be job one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and so something I thought about in particular is like, um, do people know what to do if someone has a heart attack during a show? Well, either on stage or in the audience. Yes. Interesting that you say that because when you had told us about the topic, I was thinking about um, a former colleague of ours, Paula Loop. Mm-hmm. Who oh, yeah. moved out to Nevada with her husband? Hey, Paula. Paula. She's still here. Um, <laughs> just, just she far was. Away. She's uh, active in a theater out in, in Nevada now, and she had posted on Facebook. This was a few years ago. They have theater in Nevada. I know, right? Wow. Las Vegas, no less. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, and she was in a, in a production um, a few years ago where, unfortunately, one of the gentleman actors died. Oh. On oh. stage, within like minutes of the show opening, he just oh, collapsed God. and had a heart attack and died on stage. Oh. And I remember, you know, her talking about this on Facebook and how devastating it was. I can't even imagine what that must have oh been like. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! You know, it, he yeah, it was a perfectly fine dress rehearsal. He came in, did the sh- get ready to do the show. Curtains went up, and that was it. You never so, know. Yeah, you don't. No, yeah. no. Yeah. But but I, you know, I think if a lot of theaters, if you haven't invested in things like these portable defibrillators they have now, mm-hmm. I think you should be considering it, especially if you own your own house. Um, it's the kind of thing I'm thinking, even with our new facilities, yep. like, I wonder if there's any at the mall where we're working at. Yeah, because none of us are getting any younger. Yeah. Well, and I think, unfortunately, that's true of our audiences everywhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. our audience, it's, it's been famous for years, but, you know, theater audiences tend to be older. Mm-hmm. That is something which is an interesting topic in itself, because I don't think that's something that's ever changed in the 40 years I've been in theater. It's always, you know. Well, the derogatory term of the blue hairs that show up to the, to the yeah, I, I, now it's pink and purple hairs. Pro- probably, well, that doesn't make them older um, <laughs> nowadays. 
I, I, yeah, you're probably right. I think, uh, in community theater, in smaller communities, uh, like Monroe, definitely. I think when you talk about a bigger, the theater on a larger scale, when you're talking about Broadway and all that, you do get more of a diverse, um, audience, but yeah, for a community theater, yeah, it does tend to be probably 40 and up. Yeah. Though, as a, again, a side tangent, um, something that we've been pleased to see uh, in our past couple of uh, the Reader's Theater productions as well, and I'm presuming mm-hmm. in all things, uh, or all together now, we've had children yep. coming to see you know classical readings. Um, their grandparents have brought them or whatever, but those kids, you know, they leave, it's like, oh, we enjoyed this very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I heard that this past weekend for our Christmas Carol. We certainly heard that. Um, for the Halloween show, yeah, uh, that one boy was so enraptured in in everything that last piece when we did. Excuse me, when we did Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, um, he was right there with us the whole way. So you know, the power of theater is still very much alive. Oh, absolutely, it'll never die. Yeah. So, given this, with our stories, mm-hmm. what's the answer? Well, I, I I think unfortunately with the medical emergency, it's a matter of just being aware. Who's going to call nine one one? You know, because you got to be coordinated. We all have cell phones. Someone needs to get right on there to call nine one one and get the paramedics as soon as possible. And if there is this a portable defibrillator, everybody needs to know how to use that. Yeah. So training in, of your I think it's ushers. training of your ushers. Yeah. In, in a fire emergency and yep. such, training the ushers, know the exit. I, you know, when the idea hit me, it's like, oh my gosh, we should be doing this. If you're giving a pre-show speech of any kind, I think one of the first things still needs to be. Exits are located behind you, and you know, take take a moment now to notify where the exit is. Pretend you're in the airline industry. Yeah, I, yeah. Even the movie theaters actually do that too. They'll some they used to have they, someone come they out. Used to. They, used they don't to, do it now. But I think it's on the slides. Is it not on one of the slides now that they? I show don't believe so. I, I'm usually okay. My phone. I'm just thinking the last movie I was at. I do not. If, if they remember. did it, it was before I came in and sat down. Okay. There, there was a wrong. car commercial. There was to. a cell phone commercial. I love that car commercial. I remember uh, back in the old days, I think it was Showcase at the time, which became National Amusements, which became Rave, which became Cinema, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, but they had this fun little video where it was a, an usher dressed like a stewardess. Hey, welcome to our theater. Let's tell you. And she went through the whole yeah. exits are here, here, and here for your enjoyment. There's a snack bar out front. And you know, she just boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a cute little video. But I don't think they do that anymore. But that and that this was pre, you know, um, some of the shootings and stuff that have happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so I wonder, could it's, as community theater groups, could we partner with? I don't know. Is like the American Red Cross the right the right group to get training for our volunteers? Yeah, should that, we all be trained in CPR? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. You know, that's one of the things I personally keep thinking. Oh, I really should get some CPR training. I know. I um, haven't done it. We were trained in the because I work for the library system here in Monroe, mm-hmm. and we were all trained. All branches and their staff were trained to use the defibrillator. Every branch now has a defibrillator, and sadly, as well as um, uh, is it Narcan? Yeah, yeah. We've all been trained on how to use the the Narcan as well. That's sad in itself, but. Uh, so absolutely, I think everyone, yeah, I think training and all that should be fine. I also think not only the ushers, especially if there's a fire, if there has, you know, the, the, I think the actors, uh, 
I think the actors, I think the actors and the stage crew, should all be like, let's get these people out of here. You know, yeah, because again, in the example Bob gave, the actors didn't know what to do, so they just did what actors do. They acted. Yeah. Well, at some point, it's like, oh, I got to drop out of character now and actually take care of the patients get first. Get out of here now. Yeah, and yeah. I, I guess that at some point you do have to draw a line because if everybody's trying to help everyone get out, who's actually getting who's out? getting out? Yeah. yeah, there is um, that too. But but maybe it is, you know, it's again, stage manager, you're in charge of making sure that the actors and the crew are out. Uh, house manager, you're in charge of making sure that the ushers and the, uh, you know, that the patrons the and the ushers are out. Right, um, right. Ushers, you leave after along with the last guest stage, you know, house manager, stage manager should be the last ones out of the building. Hey, yeah. I think it really depends on who you get as your um, ushers as well because for the longest time our ushers I can tell you were just there to see the show for free in fact they were recruited by that statement hey be an usher show up you can get in free heck we'll give you a ticket for your husband too mm. we don't do that anymore mm. and I think that's a very good way of start no in order to be an usher and be eligible to do it you must go through this training mm-hmm and you mm-hmm. need to sign off on it so our butts are covered by insurance. Yeah. That's the horrible thing, but it's the truth. We have to protect ourselves. Yeah, but I, but again, I think it's a matter, and it adds a certain gravity um, to, to the job. It's making us say, you know, you actually are performing an important function here. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's a function you never have to perform. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, hopefully it's just someone's in the wrong seat. But, but the reality is we want people who aren't going to panic if something goes right. wrong. Yeah. Good stuff. Because, yeah, you know, a lot of people, maybe you may have the greatest stage manager in the world, but <laughs> fire alarm gets pulled. It's like, I'm out of here. Boom. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it's right. like. Everyone it's for no, themselves. No time to play Captain Kirk. Just leave. Yeah. But, but I think it's, you've you got to have people who are willing to step up and make sure that other people are safe, too. Um, can, and can you tell who on his day job just went through emergency preparedness training again? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Every man for himself. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Let's not. And it. woman. And. And woman. And so child. sorry. Every man, woman, child. Whatever part of the alphabet you are, get out. Every them, they. Who's it? it what's it? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, whole thing, so. Not to make fun of anybody. No, we're not making fun of anyone. Like, not at all. Do we have any apologies that we needed to, to go over from the last? My one life. that just dropped. I just listened this to podcast. it. I don't, I don't think no, we did, do we? I, I think we covered the Disney one pretty good. That we, you know, we apologize <laughs> in advance. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. All right. And I don't think we brought them up yet this episode. So well, I just did. Well, just, I guess oh. Yeah. I, I, well, we, we do have several in Not jokes bad, that we have to get through today. So I was Daddy Warbucks twice. I wear a bald <laughs> wig and, and shave my head. Next. <laughs> Well, now it just kind of loses. <laughs> yeah, some that's, that's, that was, it does. Oh. That was not organic at all. It's like West Side Story all over again. Oops, did I say something bad about a Disney movie? <laughs> What's West Side Story, Disney? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, this latest version. Ah, Spielberg? That was the Spielberg, Spielberg version. Was that was Spielberg Spielberg Universal, joint. isn't he? Oh, I take it back. We'll think of something else for know. you. We don't want you to be we left out. Now right? we apologize to West Side Story. Yes, for <laughs> definitely. Wonderful show. Are you looking it up, Go Ron? see it. Ron's looking it up. Right. It's almost it. like, uh, you know, like a spell. Well, that would mean Maria's a princess now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she Gosh, always don't was. Go, don't go down that road. 
because I know Leia's. Mm-hmm. Well, then she. I know it somehow is going to be scheduled to go on to Disney Plus, so maybe Bob is right. Well, yeah, you're right. Maybe. Yeah, if it's going on to Disney but I'm Plus, thought I heard that it's actually going to HBO Max or something first. Oh, could have been owned it's, by it's, Fox. In, it's touring. It's a Fox. That's what it was. It, it was, was in Fox, production with Fox in production. So it's inherited by Disney when they made their purchase. I think you. Yeah. Oh, believe it or not, Bob is right. Red Letter Day. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And now the lottery numbers will be. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was just going to tour. We're going to HBO first, and then we'll be over at Disney, and then we'll spend a month at Cinemax. I like Cinemax. to be on HBO Max now. I like to be on HBO Max now. <laughs> well, you wanted a musical. We did. Yeah, we, we, I guess we did. That might be our intro right there. <laughs> I was thinking like a combination of, here's Tom, terrific. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Now you have to be a person of a certain age uh-huh. to remember that. <laughs> and somehow it all fits into the thir- lucky 13 disaster episode. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, a worse disaster than cats. I don't have the sound effect on me. Oh, you should. <laughs> well, all I know is the, but, I, I but it'll be I, there. I'm just pointing out, I gave you the opportunity to get that sound effect <laughs> in there. You know, that was organic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he'll put it in yeah. later. I don't know. How, with, <laughs> mm. uh, with YouTube and all this, this stuff going on, are we going to be able to get the sound effects in, the, in uh, that too? I don't even know if we'll be able to be on YouTube, in all honesty. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know that I don't even know what this video is going to look like. Owner of a lonely heart is much better than the owner of a broken heart. Oh my god, the worst musical ever. I did, Now why I did you bring that up? I thought we had bits we had to get in on. No, we don't need to bring, no. <laughs> Try to get the bits we don't, in. No, we don't need to bring the bits in. They have to be organic. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. I know no. we heard from our listener on this. Yes. What was it? That was the Officer and a gentleman. Officer and gentleman. Yeah, that was the. Oh, no wonder I didn't thing. see it. Well, we need our new bits. Maybe pieces too. I don't know. Bits are broken. <laughs> <laughs> wow, is this becoming a disaster? Yes, uh, and we're in this disaster. <laughs> and brought it right back. Okay, so so we got to find more organic organic ways to talk about things we like to talk about anyway, and and uh, as an example, what's our next topic? Well, we're about out of time. Oh. So I was just filling dead air. So what happens if you have to fill dead air? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> this is I don't called, even know where to go with that. <laughs> this is called the dead fish approach. I didn't even, you know, I was really, really hoping that as when, when Dave said at the beginning of this, let's talk about some fun disasters. It never got to me. Oh, oh well, well, here we well, are. Here we are. Because we can bring it back around full circle. And you can't right. use this broadcast as an example. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, no. All I was going to say was anytime I get on stage, it's a disaster. Oh, boo, hiss. Oh, please. Broccoli it was the spares joke. you, sir. It was the joke. It was just, you know what? <laughs> what tinsel is this? <laughs> All good jokes have an element of truth to them. So so that was a good joke. There you go. So, what? <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down now, doesn't it? Like an eggshell under a pile driver. I know, I know. I'm a. I'm gonna go watch. Cats. You could work on the delivery there a little. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I had it at the beginning, but you know. Well, I apologize again for not 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 getting us to where we needed to get to, but 
think we're going to try again in about 10 minutes <laughs> uh, with lucky episode 14 so so that'll be good i can't wait i'm looking forward to it are you whole, whole new topics hand. um hopefully by then we'll have some people calling in we'll <laughs> <laughs> Five five five. We'll get two one two. We'll get a get a couple emails. The phones are lighting up right now, folks. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. <laughs> four four four. Five five five. One two one two. Once again, all the lines are lit. Give us a minute here, folks. Yeah. So, folks, uh, if you're trying to call in, keep trying. Yeah. Your call and, is important to us. Yeah, and this is where I hope someday we'll actually have some music that will start to cover up this banter. Bob, at the end. We, will, we will, we will. It does really look like we're about. Yeah, yeah thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. Can, can you cut his mic? Um, it looks like we're about out of time for this episode, so thank you all for listening in. I hope you do come back next for the next episode as well. Uh, we do appreciate all our listeners and, and uh, we're watching the numbers grow so thank you, tell your friends about the podcast if you enjoy it, if you don't enjoy it, tell your friends but don't, you don't have to listen anymore just get those friends to listen, that's the important part uh, contact us at Monroe Community Players at yahoo.com go to our website at MonroeCommunityPlayers.org visit our Facebook page, look for Monroe Community Players podcast and or the group but as you always remember it's Monroe Michigan uh, because you know these other Monroes are trying to get in on our act, and we got to stop that right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's trying to get in on this act. <laughs> um, there's a lawyer out there looking for us. <laughs> yeah. So thanks again uh, to the um, folks at Monroe Public Access Cable Television, and here we are at top. I guess it's not Benish Building; it's Benesh Building. Is that how I'm hearing Ron pronounce it? How do you, how do you say it? Merman. <laughs> I don't even know that one. So, high atop some building in downtown Monroe. Uh, Benish. It's Benish. Benish. It's Benish. Okay. High atop the Benish building. Beautiful downtown Monroe. This is Michigan. the longest outro I have ever seen. <laughs> Hang on. We got another one after this. Yeah, we are out of here. No, no, <laughs> no. We'll find the outro. I still we'll like find someone, just just unplug the bloody things. <laughs> see us in the we'll see, see you in the green room. There you there, go. There you there go. There we you worked go. it in. You worked it in. I'm out of here, bunch of amateurs. <laughs> <laughs>